BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This, Jeremy, this is a very important booking for you. This was something that I know that you were waiting for for a long time. So I want to give you the opportunity to put them over. All bookings are very important to me, Joel Pearl, but I do love this man very dearly because he comes on FMC and he graces us with his terrible basketball takes. He was wrong about everything this year. (laughs) See what I mean? You're already batting a thousand. (laughs) See, people can't see the backstage when I do this stuff to pop pop everybody when they're backstage. Um, He was wrong about everything this year. I was correct about the Denver Nuggets. I would love my credit for that um but you can see him on, on fightful tiktok you can see him on his own personal tiktok and, and i don't know about most importantly but you can see him on nbc hot wheels uh ultimate challenge tomorrow uh july 18th it is at 10 p.m eastern on nbc and then it's streaming the next day on peacock biggie will be there tomorrow as well he is professor nick harrison nick how you doing buddy <laughs> What's what's up, Jeremy? Hey, Joel, how are you? Joel, I would have preferred you to do the intro because you want to talk See, about it. See, nobody likes when I, I do the intro, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you got to understand, Nick, I don't have the same rapport with you yet that you and Jeremy have. Yet. And I so desperately wanted that little slice of, of just personality involved in that introduction. Well, you know, it's he's true. He's He's not wrong. I was wrong about a good bit. Well, I wasn't wrong about the Lakers, though. I told you that the Lakers are going to be trash, and the Lakers were trash. <laughs> uh, I was not wrong about that, and uh, I, I'd rather give you the credit than your homeboy. So uh, there you Thank go. You. I, you is that an Arnold Palmer? Are you having a nice Arnie Palmy? No, it's just sweet tea. Oh, it's yeah. just sweet tea. Okay, yeah, it's just sweet tea. And congratulations on your Thunder doing well this season. I mean, so shout out to yeah. you, Jeremy. You, you look like we you, might be halfway decent this year. Yeah, it's all right. You know the youth. But, but thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Let's, we're done with the basketball talk now. Thank you guys yes. so much for having me. That's a different show. Nick, talk to us about Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge because you're on FMC to start the basketball season. You were kind of teasing things of like, got a project I'm working on. I think you guys will like it. Can't say anything. Hopefully it all comes to fruition. Then when I saw this announcement, I was like, let's go, Nick. Here we go. I'm excited about this. So tell us how, how as much as you can, like how this all kind of came about and details behind it. Well, I have loved Hot Wheels since I was a child. You know, uh, as a kid, you play with them. You have the Hot Wheels track. If you grow up with a certain type of parent, you remember those Hot Wheels tracks very well because they're imprinted on your backside. But we 
loved playing with Hot Wheels as kids. And then coming up a little bit later, uh, you know, as an adult watching my kids play with Hot Wheels and, uh, you know, looking at the the collector's side of it all. So Hot Wheels have played a big part in my life. And uh, the opportunity came around where they put out this this uh, this announcement online saying, you know, if you're a big Hot Wheels fan, we got this show that you'd be interested in uh, apply here. So I filled out the application and and did all the deals. And and here we go. You know, just did the interviews and made it through the process by, you know, just crossing fingers, man. And uh, just the opportunity to take part in something like this is just amazing. And uh, I'm very thankful for that opportunity. Where where do you store your Hot Wheels? Like if, if, if you're if you're doing the collector stuff, like do you have a, a case or anything like that? Or, or are you like everything's out in the open? The kids play with it. So do I like what's what's the deal? Well, if you're collecting, you have two sets. You have the one that your kids play with that are out everywhere that you step on with your bare feet and almost injure yourself when you're over 40 like I am. And then you have the collector stuff that goes in the case and you keep the case and you put it off somewhere really nice and safe to where the kids can't get to it because then the day comes where they actually get into the case and they're playing with all that. And you're like, these are not your hot wheels. Why are these? Out? Oh my goodness. Put these back and you're putting them all back. So yeah, you keep, you have your carrying cases and stuff like that where you keep your hot wheels. And then they're the ones that the kids just get their grubby hands all over. And those are the ones that we like to play with in the middle of the day. What was the, the toughest part? Again, I don't know how much you could, you could say, uh, about a lot of this stuff but what was the mm-hmm. toughest part about do, doing the show whether it was the the competition of what you had to do for something or just the the shooting in general there was a lot of difficulties that went along with it first and foremost was being away from my family for as long as i was because i was gone for a month uh doing this show and i did, you know i was away from my wife and kids for that period of time and it was it was hard to, to be away for that long and to not be able to be there physically with them. Of course, we talked on the phone and we FaceTimed all the time, but to not be around my wife and kids was just absolutely gutting for me. Uh, but the competition itself is just absolutely nerve wracking because it's a legit competition. You know, th- the way that the show is set up is that you're each in a garage. It's a, either, every episode is two contestants competing against each other for the prize for that week. And you can see them building their car while you're building your car. So you watch what they're doing and you're distracted from doing what you need to do because you see them bringing in all these cool parts and putting all this cool stuff on the car. And you're like, my gosh, how am I ever going to be able to get through this? How am I going to win when I see that they're doing such cool things? Because if you've watched the the show so far and if you haven't, go back and watch it on Peacock. It is absolutely amazing. But if you go back and see it, all of these cars are amazing. Like every week you watch and you say, this car should win. Oh, wait, no, this car should win. It's such a nerve wracking competition. And this one, I can almost guarantee you is the most. It was probably the close. I've watched all of them so far. This was probably the closest competition so far between the two cars tomorrow, myself and Michael, who I competed against. So that was one of the tougher parts, too. And of course, the hours you're there all day working on these cars i've never really worked on a car like this before so i mean i've done little stuff to my car but the work that they're putting into putting into it is super intense 
and you're competing at the same time. So it's just very, there's a lot of tough parts about it. It was a great, great experience, but it was a lot of it was tough. Yeah. It sounds like there were a lot of obstacles that kind of take your, your brain away from focusing on the task at hand. What did you kind of learn in terms of like coping skills or at least ways to, to focus as you're watching these people, you know, create around you and you're trying to do the same thing and trying to be better. And also at the same time, you mentioned it, like you're away from your family and that's another kind of tough obstacle that you're overcoming. What, uh, yeah, what went into that overcoming those? Well, one of the great things about this show is the family atmosphere that it, that that it's a part of it. You know, it's a family show. You can watch it with your kids. But the people that we worked with, starting with uh, Rutledge Wood, the host from The Floor is Lava and Top Gear U.S., just an amazing guy. Hertress Eugene Jr., Delilah Sheck, just great, great people. But then the carpool that I worked with as well, they were all just we, – we found – common ground and we bonded together while we were putting this car together just three of the greatest individuals that i've ever had the privilege of working with and it's it was just so cool to be able to work with them and talk to them and have them help me through this entire experience uh, and i'm really appreciative appreciative to them for that so the carpool team the people behind the scenes that helped work on the show they were all very instrumental in me being able to make it through this process for the length of time that I was working on it. Biggie is on tomorrow's episode. Was that by design of like, oh, we had, we had Nick, we had Biggie. Is there the, the tie in there? Is that by design? Let me tell you, <laughs> I had absolutely no idea that that was, I didn't even know that we were going to have a guest judge for our episode because there are some episodes with guest judges and they've had some really cool ones so far. Terry Crews, Joel McHale, Sun Kang from uh, Fast and the Furious. Um, I had no idea that he was going to be on that episode. And I don't know how many people actually knew that Big E was going to be there for ours. I think it was just luck of the draw because if you watch AQA, was a contestant on one of the earlier episodes. Yeah. And they had she built a wrestling ring into the car. So if there was ever going to be a by design episode for Big E, it would have been that one. But somehow he ended up on mine and it was crazy uh getting to meet him uh, because funny story, he already knew who I was, which was wild to me. Like he's on set and he's like, "Yeah, I seen your TikTok, man. I know who you are." So it's like there were so many people who were there who had no idea of the social media following and the wrestling content and the stuff that I'd done. Uh, but he knew. And it was it was just so cool to be a part of that and for him to have already known me and know and say, you know, there got the boys. A lot of the boys watch the videos and are entertained by him and really like him. So that to me, I had already won at that point. And we hadn't even got it to the end of the episode. And I was like, I'm, I'm winning right now. So we're good. But no, that was not by design. I had no idea. There's a lot of people who didn't have an idea. He just showed up one day and was Big E. And it was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. So let us in. When's the, when's the big collab with you and Big E? When are we doing it? Got to wait till after the episode, Joe. Oh, my right God. Like you got to wait till after the episode. You can't, you can't, can't, can't get too much away. Now, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I we've... I've been able to connect with him uh, through social media and uh, he's just, he's an amazing person, like legitimately the, the big lovable guy that you see on TV is not an act. It's not a gimmick. It's not a character It's who he is. And he's just, 
an amazing human being. So hopefully one day we will get to collab and do something. You know, it's I'm getting the I'm getting the opportunity to do that kind of stuff. You know, I just done something with uh Mike Rome from SmackDown, uh, me and Top Dollar. Uh, had done some stuff. Uh, it was great to finally meet AJ in person because we had talked so much uh, through like social media and stuff. So to actually be able to do something with him was really cool too. So hopefully there will be more in the future with myself and Big E. I would hope so. The energy, the match of the energy alone is just... Ah! If you've seen the picture on Twitter, you know it's ah! just it's, it's amazing. So yeah, let's, let's hope so. Fingers crossed. Nick... When it comes to your your wrestling fandom, we're gonna move away from from Hot Wheels for a second. But your your wrestling fandom, tell tell our audience just a little bit uh, background of what got you into things, and then what you got what got you into just creating these TikTok videos when it comes to wrestling. Well, I remember being a kid uh, in diapers, sitting on my uncle's floor, and uh, he was watching old NWA with like Lex Luger, Ric Flair. Sting, Nikita Koloff, uh, Fabulous Freebirds, The Midnight Express, uh, Rock and Roll Express, just the, the Four Horsemen, Arn Anderson, The Andersons, Tully Blanchard, Magnum TA. I could go on and on and on and on and on and on and on with the stuff that I started out watching, you know, being in the South, NWA, Mid-South, that's what we were watching, that's what we were into. So that fandom never really went away. It just got bigger and bigger and bigger as I got older and older and older uh so the pandemic happens in 2020 and we're at home we're not i'm i was i was a teacher at the time uh i was at home didn't have anything to do so i just started making videos and i see all these videos on tiktok of wrestling fans i was like well this is something i could really dive into so i started doing wrestling entrances in my bedroom like i'm walking onto camera doing these entrances and stuff and uh, and people really started to like it and get into it. And then uh, once the pandemic was over and I was back to work, I started doing them in my classroom and they became bigger. And I'm walking into the classroom doing the entrances and the kids are seeing it online and loving it. And uh, because of the guidelines at the time, the kids, I couldn't do that kind of stuff while the kids were in the room. Uh, until we start, you know, uh, unless we were all masked up and I had permission from the parents. So I drew up paperwork so that the parents, they could take home to their parents and the parents could sign to give them permission to be in the videos. And it's just, it's really cool. My wife is here now talking about the picture with me and Biggie saying it's the best picture ever. It is, baby. I agree. It's the best picture ever. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was just so cool that I was able to do all that stuff and really kind of share my love of professional wrestling with the world and have so many people reciprocate that love and say, I remember watching it when I was a kid too. I love these wrestlers. Thank you so much for what you do. You're putting a smile on our face and you're bringing light to a dark world. And I, I appreciate everybody for giving me that push because if they hadn't, who knows what I'd be doing. I probably would have stopped. But I always said, if you keep liking it, I'll keep making it. So they kept liking it. So I kept making it. And now here we are. Is there a favorite entrance? And is there a toughest entrance you've had to recreate or do? Uh, uh, my favorite entrance is probably the Batista. I'm still waiting on Austin Creed to answer my <laughs> challenge. I'm still waiting on him to answer my challenge because I, me and him going back to back on the Batista entrance, I think it's just gold waiting to happen. Uh, I, I would say that the toughest might've been the Shawn Michaels zipline entrance, just trying to get it down correctly. 
so that might have been the toughest one. Um, my favorite entrance, uh, the like I said, the Batista one. I love doing the Brock entrance, Lesnar entrance because I love the Brock hop. Um, it's just it's so much fun to do. Um, I need to do one of the ones that I, that may end up being my favorite if I ever do it, which would probably be sometime soon. Uh, will be Ernest the Cat Miller. Uh, just doing the because he originally in the WWE he was the original somebody called my mama. Like that entrance has been used by multiple people in WWE, but that was the original somebody called my mama, and I love that entrance music. So I may end up doing because and I got shoes like the cat, so I, I do my little dance with Ernest the Cat Miller real quick. So yeah, I, that might be one of my favorite when I actually do it. And the Shinsuke when I put on all that leather that didn't fit. And couldn't get up off the floor <laughs> was probably my favorite. That was that. I don't know if that's my wife's favorite because she's like, "What are you doing?" Like I'm what you should see her face when I'm dressing up to do these entrances because she's like, "Why? Like that wig needs to be combed. What are you doing?" It's just it's it's the funniest stuff ever, man. But yeah, those are some of my favorites and future favorites. And is, is your wife a wrestling fan as well? No. Okay. Uh, when she well, she wasn't. Uh, now she's more into it than I am. Like she, the other night she's walking through, and uh, she's watching what happened on SmackDown, and she just calls Jay Uso baby. I know her. She's like, "Yeah, get him, baby." Well, I'm standing right there. So Jay Uso is baby now. Like, do I have to acknowledge him in my own house? Like, what <laughs> I, I should be the tribal chief in this house. What are you doing? So, it, yeah, she's into it now. We just went to SmackDown in Lafayette a couple weeks ago. We'll be there for New Orleans SmackDown uh, a week from Friday. And, uh, yeah, just she's into it now. But I had to drag her back into the fandom. <laughs> do you do you have a Seth Rollins TikTok planned? You can get the kids singing. Yeah, I did that one. That was one of my more popular uh, videos was doing the Seth entrance through my classroom with the kids there. And uh, we were all masked up because, again, this was during pandemic times. And that was when he had really first started doing that entrance music and dancing to the entrance that way and directing the crowd and stuff. So this was like back to uh, uh, over a year ago, almost two years ago uh, that I did the Seth entrance. And he shared he actually uh, tweeted it out on uh, Twitter. And it just went crazy on Twitter when he did that, and people really enjoyed it. So yeah, the Seth. That if we're talking about favorites, that's really high on the list is the Seth entrance because that one was just so much fun to do, and I've done that actually a couple times now because I love it so much that I've done like two or three different Seth Rollins entrance videos because I love it. So you started the singing. I'm going to give you credit for it now that you got everyone starting the, the singing when it comes to Seth's entrance because you did that first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not take credit. Don't you do that. Don't I will not take credit for that. I was following behind what Seth was doing, but I mean he just uh yeah, it's uh I, I I just I love that entrance and it's so much fun and Seth has so much energy and those are my favorite entrances to do are the ones that are extremely energetic and you can feel it like coming off the screen. Like some of the like the ones now, like Seth, Rhea Ripley. Just such uh, the street profits, really energetic and fun entrances that people do now. Uh, I, 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 yeah, it's a lot of fun to do those. Have you done any recreations of like big moments in wrestling? I think I remember seeing you do like Stone Cold stuff. Am I wrong or, or what? 
I've done uh, Stone Cold in the truck, uh, driving yeah. in and doing that one. Uh, I've done uh, Edge returning at the Royal Rumble in 2020 because I was there. And uh, I remember like being there for it and feeling the energy of Minute Maid Park was just outstanding. And uh, I, I hope to feel another moment like that. We're going to uh, SummerSlam uh, next month in Detroit. So I, I know that there's going to be some really epic moments there. Uh, so I'm waiting on. So maybe I'll do a, a moment from there as well. Uh, I did a duet with my buddy uh, Derek Clark. Shout out to Mr. Clarkefella. Uh, he did uh, Jay Uso super kicking Roman. So I duetted that video and recreated that with him. Uh, I was Roman taking the super kick. So, you know, there's that part. Had to take a nice little bump real quick. But it's so many great moments of professional wrestling that I've had the opportunity to recreate and take part in and, and, and recreate and just try to recreate that magic and that energy. So I, it's, it's a lot of love there. And I, I can't wait to do more. Because there's more, there's definitely more coming. Jeremy knows about all the stuff that's on the Fightful TikTok page and uh, the stuff that I do on my page as well. It's just there's, there's a lot more coming, so I'm 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 ready. I mean, I'm I excited. got I got two for you right off the bat. If you want, okay. you love your bra cop. You got to do the the SummerSlam from this past year with the uh, the big backhoe. You got to got rent one of those and just tear something up with it. And the other one, if we're talking Brock, you got to get an old car. You got to take the door off of that car and just throw it across the room. Don't hit anyone. Don't so hit what anyone. I'm gonna so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take the the door off of a Hot Wheels car and just yeah. sling it across the room, there and that'll go. be Brock. And then you then you tie it in. Then you yeah, tie it exactly. in right there. That's that's what we call synergy in the business, folks. <laughs> that's synergy, right? There. We did it. <laughs> we did it. Yes. Nick, Nick, my last one for you. Very important question: Is the Bloodline stuff cinema? You're gonna get us in trouble. Uh, I'm always with, uh, trying to get us in trouble. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You're gonna get us in trouble with Reg because you know Reg don't like that. Um, I would say that it is it is must see television. It is enthralling. It is deep, and it goes. We were just talking about. Oh my! I have a podcast uh, called The Pay Window. Uh, that you can w- listen to on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And uh, we ended up doing a part three on the bloodline. And uh, it got so long that I had to cut it to a, into a part four as well, which would be this week on Thursday. Uh, it just talking so much about everything that has happened from, because one of my favorite matches of all time is Roman, Re- Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. I quit Hell in a Cell 2020. I love it just for the pure drama of it all and just how that was a huge part of where we are now with the bloodline story and that match and the match at night of champion night of champions the month before go directly into the match that they're about to have at SummerSlam. Because if you go back to where Jay was then and where Jay is now and everything that's happened in between is just such an enthralling storyline to, to dig into and be a part and, and, and really just pick apart and pour into. So it, it's really cool to watch. I'm not going to go as far as calling it cinema because, you know, that's I, that by the IWC standards, that is a super overused phrase because now everything is cinema. 
wrestler stubs their toe. It's cinema. I can't believe it. Wow, that was such a dramatic toe stubbing. How did that happen? But it, it's everything can't be cinema. But if there is something in wrestling that's cinema, we can say that it's the bloodline uh, storyline because it's just absolutely brilliant. Well, I would say this interview was cinema, and I would say that if you want to catch some more cinema with Nick Harrison, go check out The Professor on Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge. It's going to air Tuesday night. That's going to be July 18th. Tomorrow, if you're watching us live, uh, it's going to be 10, 9 central on NBC. Check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Nick, go ahead. Plug everything else you got. Here are the plugs. Uh, Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge tomorrow, 10 Eastern, 9 Central on NBC. Big E is our special guest judge. It's going to be amazing. There are a couple people who have been on the show so far who are here in the chat right now. Shout out to you guys. Thank you for the support. Share it out. Let the people know that they need to be watching tomorrow night. Also, Mr. Professor 318 on all social media platforms, over 1.5 million followers on TikTok. The Instagram is growing daily. Also, have a Facebook page to go and follow as well. Go watch the videos and like them there. Two, uh, shout out to all my Gen Xers. You guys know where it's at. Uh, the We Rock Together uh, merchandise is in my link tree in my bio. Um, Twin City Designs sells the shirt. Uh, it's about the message of unity through music because music really can bring all of us together. Uh, so if you go to my link tree on my buy in my bios and all of my socials, you'll be able to get access to this shirt right here. It's selling. It's a hot seller. And uh, we just had to restock more shirts. So make sure you go out and get that. Uh, the pay window with Prof and Sloan every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I also have some episodes up on my YouTube page. Uh, so if you go and look at the prof- the Professor 318 on YouTube, you'll be able to find all of those videos there and uh the podcast had a new episode last week got a new episode coming up this week uh make sure you go and check it out and i'm sure that i'm forgetting something as I always do with oh fightful yeah don't forget about the fightful tiktok page make of course i'm on fightful gotta talk about that fightful tiktok page please go and check that out uh growing daily and uh great interviews from everybody uh on fightful and uh some from sean ross sap he's okay i guess uh, so <laughs> eh, that guy, eh, whatever, didn't show uh, but, up today, coward. Uh, who, who, who? Of course, he was. Uh, what? What? He went to a Justin Bieber concert over the weekend. Yeah, something. And like wasn't, wasn't able to come in. Something like that. He went yeah. to some teeny popper concert. He's a Swifty. No, don't trust Sean Ross. Okay, wait Swifty. a second. We're not going to bury Swifty here. Hold on. Hold on. It's me. Hold Hi, on. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> But make sure you go and check all of that stuff out. And if nobody's told you today, you are loved, you're appreciated, you're important, you're more than enough exactly as you are. And always remember to be great. Thank you guys for having me on. I greatly appreciate it. Oh, ESPN Radio New Orleans. I work for them too. So go check all that stuff out. So yeah, there's that. Oh, I got I to gotta ask one more basketball question. Oh, God. What, 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 are we, what are we doing in New Orleans with the, the Pelicans? We trade Zion. We trade Ingram. We trade McCullough. What's, what's happening here? Just, just for the record, thank you for asking a Zion question that's about basketball. Yeah. Thank you. Because we've had you the, know, that other stuff. We, we've <laughs> had that problem over the past couple of weeks. Thank you for asking a Zion basketball question. Uh, they're, they're, I mean, 
last year, if it weren't for, and you know this, uh, we joke around, but if it weren't for all the injuries that they had to Brandon Ingram, to Zion Williamson, it probably would have been a lot better because when Zion was actually healthy, they were the number one team in the Western Conference. So if he can stay healthy, if he can keep his mind on basketball, and if Brandon Ingram can stay consistent, they can be a threat in the West uh, this coming up season. But those are all a lot of big ifs because if if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. So I we, we will see how that goes. But, you know, we're, we're praying for the Pelicans right now. Praying for the Pels. Hashtag pray for Pels. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it. No, that. she has not entered the chat. Do not put that Grigory on us. No, no, because she will show you say her name like Beetlejuice. She will show up. Don't do that. Oh, no, no, please. God, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, thank you, Nick. We really we appreciate it. Everyone go watch Nick on uh, Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge tomorrow. It is at 10 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Big E is the special guest judge for it as well. You can check out Nick on all the social media as well. Now you can just go to Twitter, Mr. Professor 318, uh, and all the, the link tree and everything is there for everything and he threads. does. And threads. Don't forget about threads. We're all on th- – we should all be on threads. threads. We're on Blue Sky. Yeah, we were on Hive. Then we left Hive. Now we're on, yeah, we're not, Hive up. Hive and spill. Get out of here. Blue Sky and threads is where it's at, kids. There it is. There you go. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thank you so much.